really missed Freaky Friday last week for the public holiday. It's our weekly feature where we talk to you, our listeners, about some of your craziest, spookiest stories. It could be an unlikely coincidence, a scary encounter, or just an unexplainable experience. Today we're going to hear two stories. We'll have Liam, but first, here is Jennifer. Hello there, Jennifer. Kiora, Kiora. You made an unexpected discovery while tracking your family history. Tell us about it. Yes, I did. I was trying to um, chase my great-great-grandfather, whose name was William Hyde, and I was trying to find out exactly where he lived because um, I knew that he was poor, he was a weaver, and he lived in a building where there was probably two or three families living in the same room. And uh, I think the conditions would have been pretty awful. And I was trying to find out exactly where this building was. So I typed in the name of the building, Hawks Building, and suddenly a great white notice came on my screen uh, with the words does anyone know anything about William Hyde <laughs> and that really stunned me and I, I thought well I know plenty about him yeah. so I looked again at the notice and I could see that the date that the message had been posted was 12 years before so it had been waiting around for me to find. And for it just popped up years. in the course of your search. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. So did you follow so up on the person? I, well, I, I uh, nowadays one would think twice about mm. um, doing so. But um, I did. I sent a message off um, saying, uh, I know about William Hyde. What do you want to know? And I waited and I waited and I waited, and there was no answer at all. Mm. And uh, so I wasn't quite sure whether, you know, it was just a trick, or perhaps in the 12 years, maybe the um, the account had been closed. So I looked again at the notice and saw that the email had the last three letters of it, F-I-N. Mm. And I thought, good Lord, that's Finman. Yeah. And I thought, well, there can't be many hides in Finland. So I googled the man's name, (laughs) and um, I found out that he was a retired actor in Helsinki. And so with the help of one of the theatres in Helsinki, I actually managed to contact him, and we uh, exchanged family uh, details and so on. Now, I, he was in fact a descendant of my William's brother. Oh, so gosh. we were actually, I'd like to say that we were close, distant cousins, but sadly, the man died in about two months. Oh. So we never got to know each other at all. Yeah. And that, <laughs> Hawks, amazing. that Hawks building, which was what you were about yes. to enter when that note popped up. Um, what's the story yes. there? Well, I went on trying to to look for it in the, the uh, English um, 1851 census, and I was following it along the road and so on. And I found it eventually and was absolutely amazed to find that 100 years afterwards, 
I had actually lived next door to that site. And my, I was only a child. Come and my on. brother and I used to play with all the hundreds of bricks that were laying around in that area, and which must have been bricks when the Hawks building was demolished in the 1920s. So it was just amazing that I should have been so close to it all that time. <laughs> That's a lot of coincidences, isn't it, Jennifer? Yes, absolutely. seems strange how, how time weaves its way through uh, your life, you know, well put. long periods or short periods. Well put, well put from a family of weavers. Jennifer, thank you so much. Real pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. That's Jennifer Morris with her Freaky Friday story. And now a new friend of the show, Liam here. Hi, Liam. Good afternoon. Take me back to teenage Liam. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I think it was 2002 because I, I had my restricted licence. And, you know, growing, growing up in the provinces and, and being a country boy, you know, I had a, I had a beat-up car, but that car represented so much freedom. It was, it was you know, it was the escape to yeah. me. And so, you know, so much of the social life that I had as a teenager revolved around you know, driving places and going on drives, and and I had a girlfriend at the time, and and we we went for a long long drive late at night once, and it was it was sort of was, I was I was pushing my luck because, you know, I had my restricted license, yeah. you weren't allowed to have passengers. You had to be sort of I think it was ten thirty or ten was the um, ten at ten ten p.m. Yeah, yeah, they were quite strict on it, and those rules were everything when you're on your restricted. Yeah, that's right. But but I mean, certainly back where I lived, you know, teenagers quite frequently, you know, was more honoured in the breach than the observers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and, and it was all about you know, it was a social life. But but one night I remember we I was out with my girlfriend and we drove out late somewhere out, out in the country. You know, t- t- I think to a, probably a, one of the common teenage parking spots um, out in the country. And we were driving back and we were coming back around. A, it was a very narrow road, very windy, steep banks on either side. I came around a corner, and it was this. It was honestly, it was like this giant dog. <laughs> it was. It was standing side on, but looking straight at us. Gosh. And I can remember, I can remember the reflection of the eyes looking straight at us. In my mind's eye, I kind of imagine it being kind of like a like a great dane. Mm. Like it was, it was huge. You know, it sort of, it was like a Scooby Doo type <laughs> dog. And and it was a blind corner, so it, you know we slammed the brakes on, or I slammed the brakes on, and and we went straight into it, oh, and the gosh. car went, had a big thud, and, you know, we stopped, obviously, straight away, and hyperventilated, and we got out, and we looked for this dog, and, you know, it was just nowhere to be seen, and, you know, it was out in the country, there wasn't a house, you know, for, for kilometres, it was so far away, there was steep banks on either side, there was nowhere it could have gone, there were a few bushes, and we looked we looked for a long time, and, and then we got in the car, and sort of sat down and talked about it and argued and got out and looked again and there was there were skid marks you know um, you know brake marks on the yeah. road behind us there wasn't a scratch on the hood of the car uh and but no but no dog and and this was the, in the days before you know cell phones teenagers didn't have cell phones it was just a few years before that and just had no idea at all what to do we both panicked we just worried about it i mean we didn't want to leave a dog um, injured and anywhere, but there, w- there was no dog, and so um, in the end, there was nothing to do, and, and and we left. And to this day, I still think about it, and I, like I'm not saying it was a ghost dog, but 
but it was there. We both saw it, and and then it was gone. Yeah, we never talked about it again ever. <sighs> can you still picture it? Yeah, I mean, I can I can picture it. Like, I can picture the eyes of the coming around the corner, and the eyes. You know, like it was. You know, it was either it was a it was a full moon. It was, it was brightly at night, so it was either the reflection of the dog's eyes off the moon or the headlights or both. But it's it's always stuck with me, and you know, and I it, it sounds crazy, but Jesse, I, I know what I saw. <laughs> what year would that have been, Liam? It was two, I'm sure. It was, I think it was 2002. I was 17 years old. Near Christ, uh, near Palmerston North. It was it was out uh, in, a, in a part of um, a rural part of adjacent part of the north known as Calfrey, and it's sort of on the way towards um, towards Piatua. Okay. And so, you know, it was a popular place for teenagers to go to do the types of things that teenagers do, you know, when they're out driving. Okay. You know, it was, well, we'll stick with the ghost dog, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but, you know, maybe the ghost dog was warning me about my, you know, bre- breaching the conditions of my <laughs> license. <laughs> Just a very effective uh, land transport uh, campaign. Okay. <laughs> um, Liam, thanks so much for sharing your story. My pleasure. That was Freaky Friday. Do you have your own freaky, spooky story? Or perhaps you lost a Great Dane that night in 2002. Get in touch.